Here we go. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Sketches and chat, puppies, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. The chat is the mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are our coats, then the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants, then the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. Ding-a-ling-a-ling! Listener dear, come to the table for P-Bam is served. Oh, what a lovely introduction there. I'll be mother. I'll be father. And over, uh, sitting on my knee right now is little Clarky. Our simpleton son. He's I'm 34. He's like the tiny Tim. He's, he's got a little, he's got a little broken leg and he's got, he's got tuberculosis and he might not make it through the winter. But don't worry, listener dear, because we are here, the ghosts of podcast past, present and future. <laughs> oh, wow. We've really mixed it up here, haven't we? <laughs> Absolutely right. It's a real feast for your ears today. Yeah. Young man. Young man. What day is it? Oh, it's podcast morn. Well, get down to your nearest shop. And buy the fattest P-Bam that you can in the window <laughs> and carry it to Simple Bob's house. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Simple Bob. Hello, so, Simple Bob. We've got a real gift for you this week. It's a brand new episode of Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Oh, Absolutely. I don't know what podcasts are, really. Well, that's a shame. This is a <laughs> podcast for you. Um, listen, dear, welcome back. Uh, we hope you now believe in podcasts. And we hope you believe in the power of yes anding during improv as well. <laughs> yeah, wonderful <laughs> Because scenes. it's always great if you offer somebody something and go, I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. Well, Tom Ban and Matthew are back. <laughs> in this episode... Just be in this episode, we learn our own names. Um, yeah. We are back with... Some cracking chat that we're going to bung down your ear canal, and it's accompanied by some bangers to go with it. Some delicious bangers yes. into the mash. Um, well, listen hard, listen carefully. There'll listen be a test often. at the end. Uh, there will be actually. There's a there's a puzzle element to this week's Ooh. episode. Yes, as you shall find out. So, uh, do we need to warn them of anything else? Uh, no, just get ready for a, a good old chuckle and pop us in your ear canals and enjoy yourself. Put on a nightcap. Forget about your dead former business partner. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a sec. What are those clinkings of chains? Oh, there's a ghost coming. We better start the episode quickly. Here it comes. Oh. Well, hello. Hello, mate. I've got a question I want to ask you. I'll answer that question. Tom Parry. Unlucky Clarky. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll be here. As soon as you heard the question, you there was a flicker of hope over his face that <laughs> I'm going to answer this question. No. I'm going to, well, I'll ask Clarky a question first, and what? then I'll ask you a question, all right? Okay. How's it going, Clarky? Yeah, good, thanks. Go on then, bring now, on the Parry, question. Yeah. Parry, um, you've got a phone voice, haven't you? We just heard you on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we yeah, knew, yeah. I mean, obviously, we knew you weren't standing in a room talking to yourself. Actually, we didn't know that, because you, you do that a lot as well. <laughs> uh, I was talking to a call, a call centre. <laughs> <laughs> You were talking to a call. Up. I was talking to a call. You're talking to a call centre. Yeah. Here's the thing that I have when I talk to call centres, actually. I think I'm the kind of guy who brightens their day. Oh, <laughs> dear. That means you're the worst kind. Oh, no. Do you think they have those people all the time and they hate the, those people? I, yeah. the problem is, I also think that. I also, I've been told yeah, as well, and I know this is not true, but I've been told, like, from my voice, people, when people meet me after they've heard me only on the phone, yeah. they go, oh, I assumed you'd be more handsome. From your voice. Got, you have got a handsome oh, voice. They think I've got a handsome voice. And they go, oh, you're not how I pictured. And, like, you can tell what they mean is, oh, listener dear. Yes. 
Listener dear Who this, hasn't seen us Who hasn't seen us Draw a picture Listener dear Out there Close your eyes now <laughs> And I, draw a picture don't of Don't close us. your eyes What? <laughs> no because Oh your, no you don't have to close your eyes Picture us Well if, in fact Closing your eyes Is going to stand very much In the way of you drawing a picture That's true Sorry I mean sometimes At, le- at least get hold of a pen Before you start Get a pen Then close your eyes Then open your eyes Then draw All I was saying was Close your eyes and picture us Okay Then open your eyes and draw it Right? Yes, I like that. Yeah, great. Or like, just what do you? Yeah, capture our essence. I mean, there is kind of a picture of us on the thumbnail for the podcast. But, but I mean, no, no offense to Heyman, who did a wonderful job. It looks fuck all like us. That's true. So that's um, true. I tell you what, with this episode, we'll send it out without that thumbnail on it. Oh, that's that is actually. I mean, you say that, but then I'm gonna have to sort that out. Yes, logistics. <laughs> no, 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 not yes. I'm an ideas boy. <laughs> You worry about the logistics of the matter. <laughs> oh, we almost had a crossover. We almost had a podcast crossover there. That was very much that was Fanshawe Standen by way of Daniel Day Lewis's character. Was, it was in very much Daniel Day There will be blood. Yes. Um, speaking of ideas, boys. Right. Okay. Well, my phone voice, boys. by the way. Yeah. Can we talk about your phone voice first? We'll talk yeah. about your ideas. Um, we'll park the ideas, but do remember that idea because we'll talk about it later. <laughs> hey. Okay. So, my, well, yeah, my phone voice. Everyone's got a phone voice, haven't they? I once. I was in a car with my friend and I was Stand taking a phone everyone. call and here he comes was, the anecdote. And at the end of it he was like Not oh. fair to keep talking over Clarky's anecdote, is it really? No. Not fair. Here you, it comes. You he was like oh. This what we're listening to at the moment <laughs> is a classic <laughs> Clarky anecdote. This He's, is vintage. He was in a ding, car. Ding, 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 ding. He's ramping up to it. <laughs> it was it was Listener, more of a sentence. <laughs> um but he was like when I got off the call uh, he was like, Oh, you talk to girls the same way you talk to boys. Oh, like, that's very interesting. Yeah, why? What? And he was like, "Yeah, you've got to talk to girls different, like when yeah. you're on the phone and stuff." Yeah, but you asked the guy what he was wearing. Will you touch it? Will you touch it? Will you touch it? What? Will you touch it? Will you touch it, please? Oh no! Is will this, you touch is, it? Is this like that? Is <laughs> that is the saddest <laughs> indictment of your love life? Will you, you touch it? By the way, you are not brightening up this phone call to I two. <laughs> what you're wearing? Will you touch it? Did you sing that along to the tune of What a Friend We Have in Jesus? Because <laughs> well, that, by the way, there's so much Freudian shit going on okay. here. Okay, <laughs> well, look. You're Will you touch this... it and you're singing a, basically a hymn? Right. Were you molested? You're making this conversation ruder than it is, right? What? This is the chat. <laughs> Wait, this is the no. chat. You were doing sex. Whoa, sex call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sex what? Do you want to hear the conversation? Yeah, What please. are you wearing? My red bobble hat. Oh, nice. Will you touch it? By the way, my my red bubble hat. If you're calling it my red bubble hat, mate, you've got to go to a doctor. What are you wearing? Oh, you know those um, Arabian slippers that we bought? uh, They've also got a bubble on them, yeah. Basically, little little things with a bubble on. Will you touch it? Are you wearing an all bubbled outfit? Bubbles are my thing. Someone out there's into bubbles. Oh, for God's sake. I'm not sure this is a rich vein. The beauty of the world, guys. If uh, folks, if you are into bubbles, draw a picture of what you think the perfect bubble would look like. Close your eyes. Send it in. Uh, pop it, pop it on Tom's head in your picture. Someone's into bubbles. Will you touch my bubble? No, you're making it rude now. No, I'm no, not. I'm just t- saying literally. I'm wearing a bubble hat. Will you touch my bubble? Yeah, and I like it. <laughs> um, what was your idea? It's not really an idea, really. Um, I was just thinking... A um, classic Tom idea yeah. coming up now. Do you think the guy who invented crosswords knew... <laughs> <laughs> I think we can leave that there. Do you think the, the guy who invented crosswords knew he was on such a big thing? Because <laughs> he can't have imagined, right? Because basically, it took, us, it took us probably something in the region of about 70, 80 years... 
before Sudoku came along and kind of very briefly Sudoku had its moment that, yeah but crosswords have seen they've seen that shit before crosswords have oh Sudoku oh yeah go on have a go yeah. alright mate alright back I remember, in your box I remember <laughs> spot the ball oh hello word search <laughs> oh you fancy a bit of it alright off you go mate I'm fucking crossword crosswords going nowhere right that's true crosswords are a, the are a classic the guy who invented crossword cannot have grasped what he had do you think he's like the rich, the rich <laughs> is that what you say to people the on the phone <laughs> oh can you grasp what I had <laughs> put the bubble hat on put the bubble hat on and grasp what I had oh seven down <laughs> uh, so what was what brought this on you were doing a crossword and you thought I'm an optimistic crossword doer as well I don't do down and across I do up backwards is that why is, is that optimism? Why is, why is backwards? Up and backwards. Because <laughs> it's up. It's up, isn't it? Yeah, but up backwards, and a, mate. Up and across? Up backwards. You do up and away, don't up you? Up backwards is down. Up and away, that's good. Uh, <laughs> are, these, are, you do, are you currently talking in cryptic crosswords? <laughs> I don't do down, I do up backwards. That's my motto in life. I've got it tattooed on my uh, thigh. Going what goes up down. must go <laughs> up backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's going yeah you're bringing me up backwards man <laughs> <laughs> Tom's trying out his new character the, the optimistic hippie <laughs> imagine going home to your wife and being like darling of what have you she's like what have you been doing in the in your shed <laughs> you, what you go home you say darling and she's like what have you been doing in your shed all these bloody months and you go well have this piece of parchment F- clues some go across, some go up backwards. Was he was he half Welsh, this man? I'm just trying to place him. When were crosswords invented? Uh, Back in the day, right? 1987. No! Yes, mate! June 1987. June 1987. Yeah. June the 7th, 1987. Oh, day after my birthday. Absolutely right, Clarky. Another, another shout me. out to Clarky's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about your birthday last time, didn't we, did Clarky? Yeah, we did. Yeah, You've got, we're all excited up. about it. It's coming up, guys. Well, should we do? Should we make Clarky a crossword for his birthday? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't imagine he'll love it. No, I've never, never been a fan of him. Do you not do crosswords, nah, Clarky? They're, oh. they're not my, they're not my thing. What I do you say? What? Crosswords? Am I right, guys? <laughs> what like? Fuck you! Whoa! Oh, I was only a question. So I thought this was. I thought we were going to get away with another clean episode of P Bam. You know, did we have a clean Clarky. episode? We had a completely clean episode up until that point. All we talked about was grabbing each other's cocks. <laughs> Clarky, you talk to me differently than you talk to boys and girls. Yeah. So, you go home from your shed, right? This is the problem. You give him a chance to talk. He really takes it. <laughs> really grabs it with both hands. It, it really went with that. So, he comes yeah. back from the shed. Big yeah. sigh. He comes back from the shed. He comes back from his shed. His wife says, what have you been doing in that shed? All these months. And he, he hands her a piece of parchment. And he says, look at thee. Half down, <laughs> half across. The crossword He's puzzles. Half down, half Right? What? She must have thought, what? 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 Who am I married to? This isn't going to take off. What and have in you fact, been up if to? anything, you've been wasting both of our time and I want a divorce. Get a proper job, right? What I'm asking is, did the guy who invented crosswords, did he see the ka-ching from it? Nah, I bet Or he is, he in a por- is he in a pauper's grave? Yeah. Right? What do you... Uh, do we know who... In- I mean, there's, there's literally no way of finding out. 
who invented the crossword. No, because on his gravestone is a cryptic clue. Oh, oh yes. That's good. Of course. And he was married backwards up. Yeah. Seven feet backwards up. No, he's buried up. even, sorry, not married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It he was, was buried. He was married. He was married, he was married seven foot under. He was married under the ground. He was a strange man, the man who invented crosswords. He married, was a minor. He, he was young, certainly. Um, oh. He was uh, no. He did you know? He did. He, he he lived in a series of subterranean tunnels, and that's where he got the inspiration because he was always going either across or down, or across he was going, or down. He was like, if only this tunnel was filled with words. A mole. A mole invents crosswords. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Folks, don't use us as a substitute for Wikipedia. I mean, I guess I should have just Googled who invented the crossword and then... And, and then net worth. That would have done with it. Yeah. But can you think of a more enduring, more popular game, apart from maybe chess? <laughs> <laughs> okay, puzzle, puzzle. A more enduring puzzle... Should we try and invent a puzzle that's as good as crosswords? Oh, let's and then do retire. It. Yeah, let's do it. That's okay, what we should do. Great. So it's going to be a word game. No. Ooh. Oh, have we started? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. Wait. So it's not going to be a word it's game. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be a numerical game. Okay. It's harder than it looks. That's what we've discovered there. To invent a new. Well, basically, they've been they've a been, brand new game. There've been two or three in the last hundred years that have taken off. Yeah, I mean, like there's, there's like Scrabble and Boggle and stuff like that, but then we're getting into the realm of board games, aren't we? Yes. The ones, you, you, what you want to do is be in every single newspaper in the world. Well, for the right reasons. Ooh, maybe that was. How- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you. <laughs> Bobble fetishist discovered in cellar. Maybe that was how it was invented. Someone was playing a game of Scrabble and was like, to his mates down the pub, was like, "Oh, I had an amazing game of Scrabble last night." And I went, "Oh, what? What were the words?" And he was like, "Guess." I'll give you some clues. Do you think... No, that can't... It can't that can't be the They're genesis of it. It's all, I think, other way around, I think the guy who invented Scrabble is an absolute ball-to-the-wall chancer who is cribbing off crossword guy. I bet Scrabble guy lives in a mansion and crossword guy lives still in his shed, right? In, in I, the mansion guy's shed. And I bet the... Oh my god! Yeah, they live in the same. They live in the same. Uh, yeah, like he's got these, this enormous grounds that he's built using all his Scrabble money, and he's like, "Oh, I guess you could probably go and live in my kennel." They went to school together, right? Crossword boy showed Scrabble guy his idea. Scrabble guy tens ask- the millions. Cr- crosswords guy divorced him and married Scrabble guy. Fuck Scrabble! Wait, crossword guy divorced who? Crossword girl. Oh, crossword girl became Scrabble girl. <laughs> I mean, what? it's not going to make a good film. This. I think it's going to make a classic film. <laughs> who Who do you cast as crossword girl? Crossword girl. Emma Stone. Um. Yes, absolutely. Pretty much Emma Stone because she's smart. Absolutely smart. She's got nouse, but also she can be. She can have fun with it. She yeah, playful. Yeah. Exactly. She'll so, do the clues. So in which case. <laughs> Absolutely right. Yeah. In which case, who have we got as our as Hugh our Scrabble Jackman guy? Jackman is Scrabble guy. Yes, Aww. absolutely a classic piece, isn't he? Yeah, he's a piece of work. He's a good what? guy who can play a piece. Yeah, even when he's um, playing a good guy, you're like, there's an element of peace to you, Jackman. So who's crossword boy? Is it is it Jesse Eisenberg or is it Ryan Reynolds? Oh, or... they're the two. Um, what a oh, show. could be could be Gosling. 
Too cute. Right? Paul Giamatti? No. I've seen him, I've seen no, him with Emma Stone. There's no way they're at school together as well. There's no way. There's no way Paul Giamatti and Hugh Jackman are at school together. And what's it called? Puzzle words? Will that sell? <laughs> puzzle words. Will puzzle words sell? I think puzzle words is, is probably not the title. Um, what about just simply... Oh, what about word games? Word because, games, Because yes. they're playing... Brackets mind. Word games mind? The Gap. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's all set on the London Underground. What? What? <laughs> Where, those are the subterranean tunnels. Oh. It's all set on the London Underground. He's going on the Underground. And goes, Mind games. I'm going the across. Gap. Mind games. The are we gap back to the mole. <laughs> Again, I'm very Paul confused. Giamatti is a mole. I mean, that's, I mean, not, that's, that's a better like movie. New, new Batman, Mole Man. Paul Giamatti is Mole Man. I think we've I think we hit on a great superhero. What are his What are his skills? He's blind. Uh, he's like un- Daredevil. underground all the time. <laughs> he never pops his head out of the and he ruins people's lawns. Yeah, this is an awful idea. Oh mate, we supported you with your movie. <laughs> as soon as we start getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of traction with our idea, Mole Man. Just because Spielberg's interested in Mole Man, Mole Man would be defeated by Spade Boy every time. Spade Boy, <laughs> what we just we whacked him over the head with the shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Bang! Oh no! It's, does does he just go around um, putting animals out of their misery? What's the name of the craggy faced dude from uh, Gimme Shelter? Big uh, oh, Jagger. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Cheers, mate. By the way, um, they were playing the they were playing the Stones on uh, Six Music the other day. Are it, we going to be the Rolling Stones of podcast? No. Uh, they it's were Michael play- Shannon, by the way. They were playing Michael Shannon. Take shelter. He's Spade Boy. Oh, he's the best. Yes. Can we be the Rolling Stones of podcasts? Well, here's the thing. Whenever the Rolling Stones plays, it's impossible not to do the Mick Jagger. It's like, I was just strutting around my house. Exactly. You're demoing it now. Lots of the kind of... Lots of clapping. Lots of sort of putting your finger in your palm like that and doing that. And, oh, I love it. We've Jaggered before on this podcast. Can we possibly... Do you think we can get Jagger to... Uh... Endorse the podcast? Yeah. I would be very surprised. Listener dear, if you know Mickey J... Close your eyes. Grab pick, a pen. Draw him and send it in. <laughs> and, and we will try and get him to see to come on the podcast. Pop on your best phone voice. Give him a bell. Okay. Do you do, can you do a, a good Mick Jagger impression? I can physically. I can. physically you can. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> uh, by the way, when are you appearing in Les Miserables? <laughs> Master of the House. Is that, is that a bit? That was, that was similar to my Bowie actually. That was not a million yeah. miles away from Hugh Jackman. Okay, Peru. Here we finally are, and we're ready to get your rocks off. <laughs> How's that? That's not bad. It's not great, <laughs> isn't it? No, but I, I did enjoy I mean, it. I, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. That I, was the main thing. I did. En- I did enjoy that. And I, I mean, we've we've talked about this before on the podcast. But a TV show where you do what you think are good impressions would be one of the most entertaining half hours on television. <laughs> um, so sorry, we've 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 heard your Mick Jagger. Do your if, do your Keith Richards. <laughs> Well, Keith Richards, I, you only know Keith Richards via Jack Sparrow, don't you? Uh, can you do Jack Sparrow? Yeah, you can't do uh, Jack Sparrow. That's not bad, actually. <laughs> it's not Australian, but... Uh, there's, an, there's an ounce of it, though. Well, that's what Keith Richards <laughs> normally says. <laughs> I've got an ounce of Australian. 
Okay, dear listener, the bangers this week are going to be clues to an online crossword puzzle that we've set for you. You can find it in the blurb. The clues are going to be coming as the podcast goes along. Complete it and you will win. What will you win? You'll win. That's it. You will win. Life. So here we go with the puzzle clues. Here we go with the puzzle clues. A is five down. Or backwards up. I think we'll stick with five down. I mean, it's going to get confusing. Okay. A, it's five down, and it's something you say to girls. B is 16 across, Clarkie's birthday month. C is seven down, a small mammal that may inform on you if you're over the hill and might also appear on your face. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That was one of Tom's. Uh, D is 17 across, smart, got nouse, but has fun with it. Brackets, puzzle girl. E is 13 across. Who is the actual craggy-faced dude from Take Shelter? Ah, it was Take Shelter. Yeah, Take not, Shelter. Not give me shelter. shelter. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Say if we can't get Jagger on the podcast, right? Yeah, it's going to be tough. If we go down the old uh, classic question of dream dinner parties, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So Sorry, I'm still laughing at the fact that you... <laughs> you, you with complete seriousness, think we might be able to get Mick Jagger on the podcast. <laughs> it's, it's a different world. We're sitting in your kitchen, mate. It's a different world. Jagger's world not of... coming to Croydon. No, but the internet is like a... a, a oh, I was going to use the phrase blanket of hope. <laughs> <laughs> you should have you stuck with that, mate. That's, that's... The internet is... It, it's a different time now, Matthew. This isn't, this isn't 1987. You don't have to be Wogan. This isn't the pre-podcast era. This is the post-podcast era where we're making a podcast. Listener, dear, everyone is within your grasp. I'm so pleased we agreed to make a podcast in the post-podcast era. Yeah, thank God. We tried it before in the pre-podcast era. Well, let's take our inspiration. I hate to hop back, but Crossword Guy wrote his first crossword in a pre-crossword era. That's right. We're going to be living in Jagger's shed. I'll tell you what, dear listener, here's a little memo for you. When life goes wrong, as it often will, and the road you're treading seems quite uphill mm-hmm. always remember that the man who wrote the first crossword did it in a pre-crossword world oh that was so close to being a poem I could, yeah I couldn't couldn't rhyme with crossword and that's there what is. I heard <laughs> um, that's, that's true if you feel like life isn't going well just think about all the people who completely changed the world yes listener dear oh actually no they're just thinking I'll never be like them yeah oh god no Hang on. Yeah, if, you, no, if, guys, if you're walking uphill, you, you, what you've got in your head is that, oh, um, I've got to come up with something as good as a crossword. Yeah. Yeah, but also, if, you, if you're going uphill, just think karma-wise, you get to the top of the hill, and then you'll be over the top of the hill, and you'll be going up backwards. Oh, dear. I'm not sure up backwards is going to take off as an optimistic way of looking at things going down. <laughs> it's our new catchphrase, unfortunately. Oh, is it? Oh, I've dear. ordered... 500 t-shirts <laughs> well we know you've ordered 500 t-shirts what about the catchphrase <laughs> are they yellow by any chance <laughs> should we do some should we do some P-Ban merch let's do some merch oh yeah what do people want what do people want uh, from merch okay I would Tote like bags. I would like a t-shirt Tote. that says I am listener dear I am listener dear and then on the back in your ears in your week I do like that I would like a t-shirt on the back. It's got nothing on the front, but it says, uh, cheers, everyone, bye, on the back. Oh, well, that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's a great one. Do you think everyone likes their own merch? Oh, that's a great question. 
Do you know what? Because speaking of the Rolling Stones, they're doing an exhibition at the moment, aren't they? At the VNA. Yes, hello, VNA. Here we are. Have a look at it, eh? That sounded like a Dalek <laughs> covering the Sleaford mods. That's what. That's what Jagger's. That's not bad. Dalek covers Sleaford mods. Bad. Well, if you did think that was bad, it wasn't. Tom told us. <laughs> Um, I went to a fucking corrected. These fucking rock and roll exhibitions that have become the kind of uh, they're they're on vogue, aren't they? At the moment, very much so. Very I went much to so. a little punk uh, in in the Barbican in London. They've got a punk library at the moment, where it's like the Barbican Library's got a small punk exhibition. Yes, it's clearly been made by like enthusiasts and stuff. And I and I was in there doing some work, and I saw these punks come in, and like like modern punks, like these guys about nineteen, and they were like being loud and goofing around, and they have clearly come to see the exhibition, and they went up and kind of spoke louder than you should in a library, right? And then I went to look at the visitors' book, and they'd scrawled. Punk doesn't belong in a library. It, this is a fucking mausoleum. Fucking brilliant. Uh, um, but they'd been. Yeah, yes, they'd been. They'd been, 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 been written in the... But they're, not, they're not like spray painted it on the wall, had no. they? In the visitor's book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that is sort of what I like about punk, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's like tiny little acts of dissent, even though you're still going along with it yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like uh, John Lydon wearing the Pink Floyd t-shirt and he just cried he'd just written at the top I hate at the top of a pink it's like little things like that it's like you've a still, tiny little you've still bought a Pink Floyd still, you've still, you've still pink, bought the merch you've still bought the merch but you've, you've gone and written I hate in a biro on the top of it I think that's I, fight, I, I, I relate to that well, one of my tiny favorite. little impotent gestures yeah. is what I like about punk rock well the, the wittiest gesture on it was before those guys had written someone had written uh I've drawn a dick on the table underneath this visitor's book. <laughs> so I lifted the fucking look. There wasn't a dick there. But like, what a brill prank. That's a great <laughs> prank. So I thought any other, any, any visitor's book that we now have to write in. It's a Schrodinger's dick. Yeah. Because it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to know. Um, I've got a Schrodinger's dick as well. So I always, is it in or is it not in? What do you mean? Is it in here and outy? <laughs> I don't think that's your dick, mate. Schrodinger's belly button. Schrodinger's belly button. <laughs> Was it an innie or an outie? I don't think I understand Schrodinger's No, I don't think you do. No. <laughs> I'm going to level with you guys. Neither do I. It's a cat. It's a cat in a box, right? Oh, yeah. But and there's, it there's... Sounds like a Radiohead lyric. Like a cat in a box on antibiotics. Oh, let's, hear your, let's hear your Radiohead impression. Listen... Right. <laughs> that's if Tom York talks like he sings. I'd pop, I'd pop that on a t-shirt. Listen, um, it's hard to know what to write in a visitor's book, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it's, I... it's like a little unique challenge in life when you get to a visitor's book. It's like there's a very you're like, who are you when you're writing a visitor's book? Also, who are these people who put their full address? <laughs> yeah. Why are you putting your like, full address? It, why do they still exist, visitors' books? It's very. It's it's a very um, like it's from a bygone era, isn't it? It's basically what you want is testimonials for your website, don't you? Yeah. And visitors book also. Who who? It's not like they don't, if they, if they showed you the visitors book before you yeah. came into the museum, <laughs> they're like, well, check it out. <laughs> All of these people already enjoyed it. You've made a great choice. Um, but if you see it afterwards, it's just like, oh, I enjoyed it, and someone else enjoyed it, and then someone else has drawn a dick. Right. In a- it's a bit needy as well, isn't it? Because because that way round, you're not using it to. You're not using it to attract people to it. It's just like, can you say something nice? Did you as like you leave? Me? It's yeah. like having one. Do, do you mind just after after you leave my house? Do you mind just writing a few comments about? 
but right, you enjoyed it but it is what like writing in a visitor's book is like it, it, it it's nice to do if, if you've like if you've put an effort on or you've got a and b or you've made a little <laughs> exhibition in a library on, yeah at the end of the day you want to go to it and be like oh they like that but it's tricky because when you're writing in the visitors book, it's a bit like having a phone voice in that, like you've got to present a. Front. I always like I feel like I turn into my dad when I write in a visit. Like I write like lovely stay, you know, very comfortable, absolutely, had a great yeah. time. Thanks, we'll come back. And it's like who I don't talk like that. No, I, that's like, why I never go back. So do you think there's one person who writes like that who wrote the first ever visitors book comment and everyone else <laughs> was like, like oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, it's something I'll like that. in that style. That's the house style. We've got to stick to the house style. <laughs> Clue F, 12 down. What doesn't belong in a library? Clue G, 3 down. Whose belly button is both an innie and an outie and has a cat and a dick? And clue H, 11 down. Tom plus Dalek plus Sleaford Mods equals, and I'll give you a clue, the answer isn't the best Friday night of your life. Good luck, team. I feel like the visitor's book is very similar to the way that I talk I, I talk to my parents in the uh, the group the WhatsApp group because like now my sisters are living abroad and my parents are currently on holiday and my brother lives in in Liverpool yeah. so like we're all sort of a family WhatsApp relationship the, is... the family WhatsApp and so it'll be like a little photo of my niece and everybody will respond with such a lovely photo yes yes <laughs> exactly the same. such a lovely photo so so adorable yeah and like I'm the only one that doesn't have a family WhatsApp well group. you're not close to your family no it's true. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, and also your family have a WhatsApp group. You're just not in. <laughs> yeah, um, that, is, that, that is probably true, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I have exactly. I'm the actually same in your thing. family WhatsApp group. Oh, it's well, like, wonderful! Such adorable photos. Um, fa- family WhatsApp groups are all like so, so much love for this. I love you all so much. We are all so lucky and, and love you. And then when we sit in a room, we do nothing but oh, like take the piss ate, out of each other. other. <laughs> just be like, what? Like it's just like it's the absolute opposite. But then I started making jokes on the family WhatsApp group um, uh, about a trip to Copenhagen. We had many years ago when my dad accidentally accidentally <laughs> drove us through the red light district um, and I started making jokes about that the, the whatsapp group basically closed down for a fortnight no. and I had to go look I'm really sorry um, someone please send a photo of, 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 of one of our of one of our relatives uh, having so a nice time so I can diet. joke about prostitutes immediately afterwards no so I can say such an adorable photo the thing is I do actually like I mean it's it it's so true it's lovely to be that earnest because I'm not really that earnest in, yeah, in, it, in it real gives life. you an outlet to be really earnest. It gives me an outlet to be to actually be utterly uncynical. And I think that's the problem. I brought my real-world cynicism to my family WhatsApp group. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't do <laughs> that, definite mate. definite rules to a family WhatsApp group. I made it because the, the, the two things that happened in Copenhagen, we went we went on a ghost train, right? <laughs> yeah. This is... Through the red light district. Through the light... Well, it was... <laughs> sort of an emotional ghost, ghost train. train. <laughs> the, the ghost train of the soul. It weirdly <laughs> has affected me... To this day, yeah. So I think it is a it You're is a ghost. Still talking about it is a ghost so. train. Um, but no, we, we the the two things we went to um, the Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen, and we went on a ghost train. Yeah. And the ghost train was was quite scary. You know, like it was there was skeletons and stuff, and like there was like loud noises and surprises and stuff. But the last bit was just um, wooden doors that you sort of clacked through, and painted on these wooden doors were topless ladies cartoon topless ladies wearing little pants but me and my brother david uh the two kind of key pervos of the family yes. i think yes i'll agree could with that. not believe it david was well, so this david was super young so he was maybe like 
nine or ten he was standing up trying to grab the boobs <laughs> i was howling with laughter um and i mentioned this but it's sort of a thing that happened but like we ne- like so your brother had his sexual awakening in a ghost train <laughs> ghost train jeepers creepers i, I mean bet he's got some uh... i'm not saying that's entirely true but yes <laughs> <laughs> did the women have bubble hats on just asking no they didn't mate sorry that's otherwise I would have recommended it to you <laughs> I said I know your particular niche fetish I had my sexual awakening at a snowman festival what's a snowman festival Tom <laughs> <laughs> can I ask it's a euphemism <laughs> <laughs> oh my god turned into a real snowman festival <laughs> <laughs> there were eight of them anyway um so so no Tom this is a good this is a Tell good question like, so, so they're the two things you remember from Copenhagen the ghost train the erotic ghost train the erotic ghost train and a trip through the red light district where my dad said oh I think the hotel is down this way <laughs> and we drove down the street and we were like uh oh look at all these ladies dancing in windows and um yeah, that's it. Every time I see a light bulb now, I get a boner. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. The the what the funny WhatsApp group thing is a real. It's 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 absolutely the way. Yeah, but I, I, it was my mistake to make those jokes, and I thought it would be funny. And like David and I were making making quips, and then like basically no one responded for. I, I tell you, the only other time that that uh, the <laughs> the only other time that I shut the WhatsApp group down was when I, I walked past Ed Miliband in the street the oh, other yeah? day, and I uh, got a photo with him, and I sent that to my family, and uh, didn't, nothing didn't like that. It's because he's not a grandkid. It's that's true, yeah. <laughs> once, once, if it was my niece beatboxing, that, oh my god, that almost exploded the that almost exploded the group. Yeah, once your parents once your parents become grandparents, then you could you could go over the Niagara Falls in a barrel. Uh, unless there's a picture of your niece or nephew with you, then they're not going to be interested. Oh, no, if I went over to the Niagara Falls in a barrel with either my niece or nephew, they'd be furious. <laughs> oh, that's very true. Why? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Is it too ambitious to suggest we set up a WhatsApp group with our entire listenership? No, I'm not. Yeah, that's giving out your personal phone number. No, no I'm not doing that. Is there a way of doing it where we don't put our personal numbers and then we become the Twitter. first... Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've got the guys. We've just invented Twitter. Guys, ah, we've got the sequ- it's the sequel to the podcast. Back uh, to, to the, the, to the sh- shed parody. I feel like sequel the, to the second crossword. guy. There must have been the second guy to invent the crossword who got pipped, pipped to the post. Is it like when when <laughs> he um, probably invented it first? But is it like when the Illusionist and the Magicians? Or what, what was the, what were those two films that came out at the same time? The Prestige and the Illusionist oh, came yeah. out at the same time. Do you reckon there were two crosswords trying to vying for attention? I think there's two crossword movies in development. Oh. That's no. the bigger worry. I don't think there is. It's us and Qualpod. Qualpod have put forward <laughs> yeah. a bloody... Qualpod have put forward a bloody crossword movie. It's going to be underwritten. Um, the uh, By the insurers. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you. So, the only reason I wanted to set up a WhatsApp group with the listeners is so I could do my favourite new prank, which is when someone in a WhatsApp group says something that seems either slightly off topic or a bit dull, and then I leave the group. Yeah. Yes, and, and you then just you leave have that. to then ask, could you, uh, I'm not an admin on the group, could you let Can me I back be let into back the group? group? <laughs> but there's nothing And I always say no, you it, can't be let back into the group. A, well, this is, can I public, can I be put back in the group, please, guys? No. <laughs> You're out the group forever, Parry. It's such a great public mic drop now to just have. 
Perry's left the group. It's great. It's the opposite of when somebody sends a me- <laughs> when somebody sends a message on Facebook to several people and you get no response, but, it, but at the bottom it says, "This has been seen by everyone." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks, Facebook, for making me for making my messages seem so important. This has been seen by that's the thing I don't like about WhatsApp. You can see who's read the message. Yep. So you know, oh, Pegs has read my message. Oh yeah. He's choosing to ignore it. The two blue ticks are there. He knows that we've got a gig tonight. He knows he's supposed to be taking it. Oh, oh well, nothing, no, no reply. Nothing, no but he, he certainly read it. No reply. The gig. I mean, the gig is starting in five or six minutes. Yeah. I mean, I've, sent, I've sent Pegs know. a message. I, I'm going to say seven or eight times. We're, we're, we're changing what we're doing now. We're, we're now adapting we what to... we're doing because we don't. We can't use any sound cues. No, listener, dear. An interesting part of the podcast here where we are using it to send a message to our producer Pegs. I don't know if you've picked it's quite up a cryptic. On that. It's a cryptic crossword. I don't know if you've picked <laughs> up on that, dear listener. But Pegs, uh, he didn't send a gig at the weekend and he'd read the whatsapp message we're trying to get a message to him via the medium of our podcast he he claimed afterwards he was he claimed afterwards he was suffering with a with a migraine um but not so much that he didn't actually read the messages you know a little thumbs down emoji would have been all uh all we needed normal service of the podcast will be resumed now so tom yeah go on here's a thing tom yeah here's a thing oh yeah Pegs, right? Oh, oh sorry. I've got <laughs> slightly back to the topic we shouldn't have been talking about. Hello, Matthew Crosby here from Pappy's Bangers and Mash with some more clues for our audio crossword. I is 15 across, and the question is, where is the world's sexiest ghost train? J is 6 across. Where did Tom have his sexual awakening? K is 14 down. What do you go over in a barrel with your niece and nephew? L is 18 down. We almost invent this during the podcast, but it turns out it's already been invented. And it's like WhatsApp, but it's public. Bye. So something that came up that we haven't yet covered, right? The dream dinner party. uh, Oh, go on. Question, right? You know, because here's the thing. They did a survey the other day, uh, and it's always... it's. I, I had a drink with a couple of people who work in PR the, the other night. Was, OI? Yeah. Uh, no, PR. Um, <laughs> they used to work in OI, but oh, they moved yeah, over to PR. Yeah, yeah, PR. Cause, uh, cause, oh, that's good. Because uh, OI is just OI. Yeah. So they were, they were originally skinheads. The IT department should know. <laughs> yes. That's they went over to yes. HR. <laughs> they, in fact, they were in the movie AI. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well done, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, so I worked, and they were talking about these uh, surveys that people do purely they're sort of company-led surveys yes so like a coffee company will do a survey as who would, you most, like to have a, who would you most like to have a cup, of, a cup of coffee with so then the metro can publish an article with a photo of stephen fry um and it's always stephen fry isn't it yes. why is stephen fry why is it that people because actually it doesn't seem like he would be that great uh, person to have coffee <laughs> with. you'd say the, you'd say the slightest thing wrong and he'd leave yeah <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you'd say, oh, uh, you enjoy you enjoying your coffee there, you, you big twat. Uh, and, uh, and he'd be like, what do you mean? You, I mean, it, 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 by the way, it's quite by the way I, don't want to have a, I don't want to have a coffee with you anymore. I, I do not. I do not want to have a coffee with you anymore. I don't know why I thought you big twat was an acceptable thing to say to somebody. That's not, it doesn't, it doesn't come across My, as polite banter. It's not playful. I was fired from Cafe Nero so quickly. I barely even got past the audition. Uh, the audition. <laughs> <laughs> That's a man who hasn't gone to a job interview in some yeah. time. Uh, I've got a casting for Cafe Nero. <laughs> 
Um, so, are you interested in killing? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think? What Christ? did Steve, Yeah, what did Stephen Fry do to become the guy who? Who did he blow? <laughs> oh. <laughs> who did he blow to become? Oh, the dream dinner party guest. And it's always like people, you know, loads of people from history and Stephen Fry. Did he just have one really good dinner party? <laughs> I think that's all it takes. He's just like he had one exceptionally good dinner party with a lot of people, and then boom, word, got, maybe word that was gets like, around. He's got he went to like uh, an amazing like spin doctor who was like, "I'm going to make you famous. This is this is the direction you've got to take." Imagine how good you would feel if you went to a dinner party and bossed it, and Stephen Fry was there, and you're in the car <laughs> on the way home, and you're like, "Honey, did you notice? I, 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 I was me, the best." Hold on. How do you boss a dinner party? Well, you, you never boss a dinner party. <laughs> oh, you know when you're bossing a dinner party. Oh, when, just when you hit your stride, when you're on a roll. Parry. You've had four glasses of wine and you're too pissed to realise that you're being rude. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're being a tremendous bore. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's when you're on your. How's it dinner party, bang, you big twats? Everybody's <laughs> loving it. Okay, big twats, here's another anecdote. I was in a car with my brother. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, I was on a go. Train now, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out, family. Uh, it's been a lovely Everyone Christmas at the dinner party has heard that comment. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the real life, uh, the real life, the real life notifications. <laughs> this has been heard by everyone. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Uh, because that's what you say. So you boss a dinner party, Fry's there, Fry's having a quiet one, Fry's tired, right? Right. Fry's just done a double record of QI. He's had a double record of QI. He's, he's burnt out with his facts. He hasn't got his big stack of answers. Yeah, yeah, right? And you're on a roll, right? You're bossing it. The anecdotes are going well. Maybe you brought the dessert and everyone likes it. Yes. Oh, that's right? Yeah, You've brought yeah, some yeah, artisanal yeah. bread. And actually, someone, someone proffers an anecdote for you. That's when you know you're on form. That's oh, when someone goes, they've teared up. Tell them, tell them about that time when you were at the at the shopping centre. <laughs> oh, Tom, really, now, please do tell us about this time. Because, Tom, this is a, it's a, one of your, my favourite stories. Oh, Listeners, you'll love this. Oh Listeners, you're in for God. a real treat. In fact, um, what we'll do at this stage now is we'll drop out, Pegs will play a little jingle, and it's Tom's shopping centre anecdotes. <laughs> It's Tom's Anecdotes about a shopping centre And we're back. This is Tom's Shopping Centre Anecdotes. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but the Manda Centre in Wolverhampton has three exits. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no, it wasn't the anecdote we thought it was going to be. Oh, no. dear. That's, uh, it has oh, at God. least five as well. I, I can say, tell you that for a fact. I can't even <laughs> come up with a convincing shopping centre anecdote. Also, that's not, that's not so much an anecdote. of exits. It's a as a sort of fact and it's an untrue fact you know that's the difference between me and Stephen Fry and that's why Fry is quite rightly identified Stephen Fry has not only got a good shopping centre anecdote he's got a good anecdote about every major shopping centre in the country really and yeah. a fact to back it all up with yeah Na- name me a massive shopping centre in Britain Lakeside Thurrock oh my god Fry's Lakeside story is to die for. Give me a little indication of what it entails. How many exits does it involve? Well, let's just say I won't be going back to Dixon's in a great hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Father Christmas. Now, um, what does Stephen Fry have to say about it? <laughs> now, what are you doing with that bobble hat, mate? <laughs> I oh, thought... Will you touch it? <laughs> oh, that was not bad as Fry. Not bad as Fry is the name of your impressions show. <laughs> anyway, you bossed the dinner party... Fry's been quiet. He even gives you maybe on the way out, you give him a little knowing look of like, cheers, Fry. 
Raise the, raise the eyebrow. Fine. Next time someone asks you that question, you know what to answer. You get in the car and you say, honey, did you see that? I was better than Stephen Fry. <laughs> and say, first of all, don't call me honey. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I just say, by the way, um, I've got a great opening. To, if you met Stephen Fry, a great opening would be I'd go up and I'd shake his hand and say, you know, it's wonderful to meet a fellow polymath. Put him in his place. Put him in his place immediately. Just go in, it's straight really in, good. straight That's with a really handshake, good. look him in the eye. Pleasure to meet a fellow polymath. Hold his gaze. Hold his gaze. <laughs> Grip that hand a little too tight. They call me Polly Matthew. Polly Matthew. I'm not going to pun. I'm not going to pun on him. No, I think you, I think you'd have lost him there. <laughs> That's too. Well, much. also, it's not my name is a Matthew. So so it could I, be Matthew. I don't know why you'd say that then. Really weird. Um, and Stephen Fry would go. I met. I met a man called Polly Matthews, and uh, I don't know why. <laughs> Everyone else called him Clarky, but he called himself Polly Matthew. Um, You could, if you meet Kerry Matthew, you could say, "Nice to meet another Kerry Matthews." No, it doesn't work quite as well. (laughs) We've gone away from it. Anyway, it's nice to win the Stanley Matthews Cup. You've definitely, you've definitely. That's a brilliant. Okay, here we go. Okay. Crosby's entered the game. Yes. Best first line to say when you meet Stephen Fry (laughs) to undermine him. Crosby's is really strong. Oh, I've got another one. Huge fan of house. <laughs> Huge fan of house. Oh, that's very good. Great. That's very good. Um, uh, Clarky. I'd, I'd go, uh, hello, you big twat. <laughs> <laughs> and then hand him a coffee. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Listener, dear, have a think, because you Send- never know when Fry will strike. <laughs> Send us your... Th- uh, no, in fact, don't, because people will at Stephen Fry in it, and then we'll get into trouble. But also, we're big fans of Fry. Like... And oh. also, if we could, oh, if course. he's listening, if he's party, listening, anytime you want to come round for a coffee. We're extending our blanket of hope to Fry. <laughs> Crawl under the blanket of hope with us. Yeah. Snuggle oh, in. That, I tell you what, listener dear, that's a nice little phrase. <laughs> certainly is. Crawl under, the, pop on your bobble hat and crawl, crawl under, under the, the blanket, blanket of hope that is the internet. Uh, and Tom, keep your hands to yourself. No, we can have a little rummage under the blanket of hope. It's a podcast rummage. Yeah, it's a podcast rummage under a blanket of hope. Oh, if we, if we have, <laughs> there's our iTunes review. A podcast rummage under a blanket of hope. Listener, dear, this month, what you need to do is write us an iTunes review, but in the style of a visitor's book. Yes, <laughs> that's a brilliant that's a great idea. idea. <laughs> had that's a wonderful a idea, stay. Had put, a wonderful stay with and this put podcast. Your full address. A real jolly time. <laughs> As I'd say to my good friend Stephen Fry, and then I tell you another classic. If you are if you're from a foreign country, yeah, you write the foreign country or the the place. You know, like say you say you're coming from uh, from Barcelona, right? Yeah, uh, you write Barcelona in all capitals, and then probably three exclamation marks, as if to go, "We've travelled." Yeah, <laughs> we've travelled here. <laughs> that's exactly right. That yeah. is that's classic guestbook etiquette. Classic guestbook etiquette. I tell you, the the other thing that happens with guestbooks is um, someone lets their kids write on it and it ruins the it goes like, to shit it goes to absolute shit oh it's like that day it's like when you've got a new exercise book and you've done like the first three lessons in it are really neat and then you have a bad lesson you're like oh, oh. I just want to chuck it out now yeah I've ruined it absolutely no amount of uh, putting wallpaper over my exercise book is gonna it's gonna cover up the shame I feel yeah. for that third bad lesson <laughs> underlining <laughs> twice in red you've had a bad lesson <laughs> you've had a bad lesson <laughs> look Clarky gets to English well maths was a treat gets to geography breaks out the crayons and goes back <laughs> <shit>. <laughs>
I had a bad lesson. I shut my eyes to draw. <laughs> yeah, so a visitor's book style review. A visitor's book style review. I like that very much. So, just to finally, just to, to bring a bit of closure to this investigation of mine. To wrap, to, to wrap up... Um, there's also several tasks we want to tell the listeners the listeners about they've got to draw a picture of us they've got to write a write a review there's a lot of homework here isn't there so much homework they've got to knit a blanket (laughs) try not to have a bad lesson try not to have a bad lesson come up with what you'd say to Stephen Fry yeah but let's in a positive way because we support he's he's in the blanket of hope I don't know if this I don't know if either of mine is a positive what oh yeah yeah They're, they're clearly they're it's just a fun, to, it's a fun, it, it, especially if you're playing in the status game arena that is a dinner party. Yes. Right? The, the <laughs> oh my God. I'm never going to have another dinner party with you. Dinner parties are a power play, mate. I like, can't remember absolutely. the last dinner party you invited me to, actually. Oh. Yeah, for a reason, mate. There you go, you see. Clark is I'm next. Tired Clark of as you well. bossing it. Yeah. Invite the boss in. <laughs> that's why I don't get I mean, much it's lucky you're not at a dinner party now because that's not bossing it um, do you think though the less dinner parties you get invited to the bigger a boss you are <laughs> yeah that's the positive it's spin we're good, on the it? fact that I we see never I've get... been I've not been invited to another dinner party oh, don't invite Parry they just clearly can't handle the bus the worst thing is this dinner party's being organised by my wife and it's in my house I've been asked to get the pictures <laughs> if you're running a fucking summer fair in your back garden you don't book Coldplay do you what do you mean um <laughs> I guess I'm a <laughs> I guess I'm a headliner uh, I like I've got a big You've got light a, show confetti cannons big, yeah so I'm like you can't stage this hmm don't know about that one um, it Crosby the, really pulled you up on am that. I the a very great time. Am I the Coldplay of dinner parties? <laughs> You're the Coldplay of dinner parties. God, I'm really. This Can is... you have business cards made up that say that? <laughs> I mean, I'm the Coldplay of dinner well, parties. I've got five like... T-shirts that I've ordered. <laughs> <laughs> Confetti cannons. Para, para, paradise. Parry, parry, paradise. Oh. <laughs> I really wish you'd seen that through. <laughs> uh, I've brought the dessert. And it's my anecdote about a shopping centre. What's the dessert? An anecdote about a shopping centre. <laughs> oh, God, you're back out, mate. Are you having a manic episode at the moment? <laughs> no, I'm having a dinner party. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'm having a dinner party in my brain. And you're all invited. <laughs> you're all invited, but please don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there a microphone at the head of the table? Yeah! <laughs> oh my god, how good would that be if you brought a little PA system along, set it up under a table at a dinner party, and you thought, I'm not bossing this enough. Have a hidden mic. Have a little hidden mic, and then suddenly. <laughs> I love that idea. Because that's the one thing at a dinner party, you can get. You can get if you're sat between two people, two like couples who are chatting, yeah. and you're in the middle, oh, you need that microphone sometimes. When you get isolated in a dinner party, it, oh. it can be fatal. It can be absolutely fatal. There's, it's very hard to boss it if you end your, It's very hard to, to even claw yourself back into an even keel at a dinner party. I t- yeah, it's like being uh, at a wedding where you don't, know, you don't know a lot of the table you're on. Do you know what I do in that situation? Go on. I uh, drink two bottles of wine. Yes, I do. <laughs> Always a good choice. Uh, the second thing I do is I say to the table, right, right table, we're going to be the best table at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to be the most fun table at the wedding. Um, uh, m- myself and Charlie, we're going to make sure this happens. 
we we pick a moment, right? This is this is absolutely brilliant. We yeah. pick a moment when there's you know, people are people are just chatting, they're eating their food, not during the speeches or nothing, but when people are chatting, and I say, okay. I'm going to do three, two, one. We're all going to laugh uproariously like someone's just told the most incredible joke, right? Someone's just finished an anecdote about, about a shopping, shopping centre. Exactly. So I go, one, two, three, all like, <laughs> the whole, and everyone looks around like, bloody hell, wish I was on the fun table. Yes. Okay, listener dear, get ready. Wherever you are right now, listening to us, okay? Oh dear, Tom. After three you seconds, you you're going to laugh. Uproariously, yes, so loudly that the person next to you on public transport or wherever you are is going to say, "What's so funny, mate?" You say, "It's bangers and mash, mate." Yeah, go on iTunes and read the reviews. A very cosy stay. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely view, New Zealand. <laughs> Get ready for the big laugh. A one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're just going to look like you're mentally ill. Yeah. Also, we should probably make you laugh without... Just That's a good point, yeah. It's the only podcast it. that begs you to laugh. Hey, guys. Clarky here. This is fun, isn't it? M. One down. What not to call Stephen Fry if he's enjoying a coffee. N. Two down. The subject of Tom's best anecdote. O. Ten across. Number of exits in the Manda Centre. P. Nine across. What do you have a podcast rummage under? Q. Eight down. If you're having a summer fair, who don't you book? R. Four down. Name of our producer. Puppies, bangers and mash, 2.4, or PBAM 24. Kitchen, 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 where's the bomb? <laughs> was, was written, that's an old reference, was written, improvised, and performed by Thomas Parry, uh, Don Quixote Cervantes. Uh, now, are we going for first book or favourite book? Books that you've started but never finished and oh always wanted God. to read. That was hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matthew Crosby. Also, I've got, uh, it's burning a hole in my pocket. I've got Don Quixote next to Ulysses. Ooh. Never going to read either of them. They're a double one. We don't put them in your pockets and jump in the river. You'll oh. drown! <laughs> they were swollen up to an incredible size due to water retention. Clarky. Uh, 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 Moby Dick. I'd love it if it was Mr. Strong or something. <laughs> I, I, I was going to go for the very hungry caterpillar, but... No, you finished that, didn't you, you fat bastard? <laughs> anyway... Uh... <laughs> I, ate, I ate the book. You ate along with it, didn't you? Yeah. You ate along with it. And it was produced by Pegs, who is halfway through the internet! <laughs> but it'll never finish! Only joking, he finishes all the time! <laughs> all over the internet. Well, listener dear, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed. We'll be back with you in four weeks. Yes, oh. aka one month. Homework uh, to do: draw us pics, draw us pics, uh, leave reviews on iTunes, and also we can't we can't stress this enough. We, we love it when we get new listeners. Um, last episode, it seemed like loads of you recommended it friend, to friends, and uh, please do the same thing again. Recommend it to your friends. Tell them what a funny uh, hour and a bit it is. Here's what you can do. Here's what you could do: buy a card. People aren't giving enough cards anymore. <laughs> buy a plain <laughs> greetings card. Yes, and write on a little piece of paper. I give you the gift of this podcast. <laughs> 
Is this and a you're terrible not, idea? You're not putting it in the card either. You're putting it on a piece of paper separate to the card. Put a little QR code Put it on a little the card. And then pop it in the card and say, here's a gift. <laughs> this, oh, I don't know about this. I'm not sure Maybe about just the let's deliver podcast by mail system that you've come oh, up with. Oh, I don't know about it. Maybe just uh, send people a link. Anyway, spread the love. Don't be like me. I, if I find something that I like, I like to hold on to it. You keep it to yourself, Ooh, don't you? Oh, yeah, you hoard. I like. Don't hoard us. Please don't hoard us. <laughs> Share us around. Spread us like Horus. butter don't onto toast. Us. Sorry, Clarky? Nothing? Horrors don't hoard us is unfortunately how we're going to finish this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately. And you know, at the end of every episode, whatever the last line is, we get that tattooed on our foreheads. <laughs> well, so, it's, it's a real disappointment, but horrors don't hoard us. Um, things to plug. We have got a live night at the Soho Theatre. The Secret Dude Society. Yes. Come on down and play with us live. Come on down. Uh, also, we're going to be performing uh, this year at the uh, McCuntleth Festival. Uh, so that is happening on the Bank Holiday Weekend in May. Go to Mac comedyfest.com I think is the website yes and also we recorded some Flatshare Slamdowns our other podcast listen to Flatshare Slamdown come and see that recorded live basically be in touch don't be a stranger yeah drop us a message alright listeners pop it in a card pop it in a card dear listeners we'll speak to you soon cheers everyone bye, bye.